Good morning, friends. You've tuned into Faith Communications of Erie Christian Fellowship Church. We're delighted that you joined us today. Our hope is that today's message will help you to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. As we listen to today's message, keep in mind that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Now let's go right into today's broadcast. Well, we got special treats tonight, I'll tell you that much. I want to just say something that the Lord, I mean, I said the word revival so many times, but the Lord has just been putting it on my heart, and I've been reading books about revival, and this one is America's Great Revivals, and what stuck out to me was um, in the mid-1840s or so, there were six people came to pray in New York City. Six people came to pray in New York City. That's it. Six people came around. And it was a prayer meeting they were having once a week. And that prayer meeting turned into every day of the week, turned into thousands of people coming. And they believed that the revival that started from those six people praying swept at least into the kingdom of God a million people. A million people. And again, I'm an engineer by background, so I like math and I like statistics. But I'm just saying, if that was six, and we have about 30, and six got to a million, the division and the multiplication then says, how many? Five million. Just in this room. I mean, come on. This is just, it's exciting. I'm looking forward to all that God has in store. And uh, I'm going to keep reading about this stuff, because it's exciting. That's what God's saying. Well... Are you guys ready for a big treat? We are excited. Brother Rich is going to be able to share with us tonight. Um, I spend, once a week, Rich and I spend, I don't know, maybe 20, 30 minutes, sometimes 40 minutes together. We have like a, you know, a one-on-one, just a little session. I go to his office, and, you know, we're going to talk about this IT thing and AV and men-to-men and all this other stuff. But you know what we talk about? We talk about our Heavenly Father. And this man gets so fired up, I leave his office being more fired up than I usually am the entire rest of the week. So I am excited because now all of you get to be as fired up as I am every Tuesday afternoon at 1 o'clock. By 1.30, I'm a fired up individual. So guess what? Tonight, you are going to be a bunch of fired up individuals ready to reach this world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I know he's got some things he wants to share on his heart, and you'll be talking tonight and then in two weeks. So if you love this, man, it's going to be awesome two weeks from now. So that's all I have to say. Rich. Wow. Bring it. Those are some big shoes, brother. Man, I am fired. I'm excited. How can you not be excited about Jesus? I got the choir right here, so it's all good. What he didn't tell you is that I'm practicing for my trip to Germany because I'm going to go to Germany. And I'm going to speak to a crowd that does not speak English. So I have to slow down a little bit. Now, mind you, I'm excited. Inside, I am like morally, man. Like this, right? I'm fired up, man. I am. Do you know, my God is so good. I I I just want to give him praise. Let me pray. Father God, I just thank you, Father. Father, I thank you for this opportunity. 
I thank you for this church and this body, Father, that you've brought together. Father, I thank you that you are a multiplier, Father. You are more than enough, Father. As we seek you, you add to us, Father. You rob us not. You give plentiful. And Lord, I thank you for your word as I pray today and I speak today, Father. My lips are anointed to speak, Father, and ears are here to hear, Father, and hearts are here to receive. So, Father, as people listen to this recording, Father, that their hearts or minds are changed, Father, that only you can do these things, Father. Your word changes us, and I thank you for your word. I thank you for sending your son, Jesus, that we can live life and life to the fullest, Father. Not in our own smarts and our own will, but through you we can do all things, and I thank you for this. So I give you the praise and glory for this time in Jesus' precious name. Amen. So I'm going to try and maintain my composure a little bit and not get all fired up. Because if I have a trans, tran, uh, translator, thank you, a translator, translator, I don't want him to get lost. So I have to practice calming down, being a little mellow. And you guys are a great crowd because you look great, you smell great, you look, man, this is a good crowd. I like it. And it's a choir. But really what's on my heart is, is God's love. You know, because I grew up in a world that isn't full of God's love. And I start looking around, and I go, why, Lord? Why? Why did that girl just die? Why, Lord? My heart's broken. Because she didn't know Jesus. And that when we know Jesus and his love comes, it changes us from the inside out. Not by the words of man. These are just words come out of my mouth. But God, Paul said, I plant Apollos water, but God creates the increase. So my message is of love, one God, one Jesus, one Holy Spirit, and one love. And when we seek him and we take that love inside of our hearts, how can we not be excited to give it away? The message, I love this, 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. I have this hanging on my wall, love is. And I don't know about you, but I'm not perfect. I I fall short sometimes. Sometimes I am not patient and I'm not kind and I'm rude. Sometimes I have to go back and say, I'm sorry. Do you know when I dealt with you the other day, I I was just not acting in the God kind of love that I need to act in. And that happens to each and every one of us because we live in a world, a world that's constantly bombarding us. And if the devil could take us out by causing offense because I was rude, you know what he's going to do? He's going to try So I have to look at that. And I have to go to my brother or sister and say, you know what? Apologize. Sorry. Do you forgive me? And you know what? I'm not going to take an offense. And I'm going to be quick not to take that offense. Praise God for my wife because, you know, she's helped me with that a lot. I find no fault in you, she says. I'm like, man, thank you, Lord. It's good to be equally yoked. I'll tell you that. And uh, so anyway, the message of love, you know, we can start off with the Greek words, for love. There's four of them. Eros, we all know what that is, the erotic style. God is very clear in his word that eros love is reserved for marriage. Eros love is part of God's design, a gift of his goodness for procreation and enjoyment. It is good and right. But, I love it when Jesus said but, or God says but, but it is usually not enough to sustain a relationship long term. You know, the world is full of Eros-style love, and you can everywhere they're promoting it. Everywhere you go, it's all about, you know, lust of the flesh and whatever. I don't care if it's buying a car, motorcycle. Let's talk about motorcycles. You know, fishing, whatever it is, whatever you're lusting after. I don't care what it is. 
it's temporary, and it only satisfies for a very short while. You know, and the other is phileo, which is enjoyment, fondness, friendship. God has said to have this kind of love for us in Jesus. Our parents, we feel that way as parents for our children. We have that same kind of fondness and friendship and love for them. You know, it is not that a shot... It, it is not then a shallow love, but a rich emotion of feeling. And you guys, if you have kids or loved ones, family, and friends, you know that feeling of love that you have for them. You know, God also has that kind of same love for us. But sorge, sorge love is, and these are all Greek words that I, that I studied out here. And uh, it is a family kind of love. It's a loyalty. It's often dutiful, sometimes unfeeling, but it's very strong, you know. I'm bound to, bound to love, you know. But then we get into the agape love. And that's the love that I like. And this is the love that God has taught us right here. Is that with this agape love, when we learn how to walk in that every single day, it changes us from the inside out. Because I can go to my Heavenly Father and say, Daddy, I know I fell short. How will you, how will you help me get through this? How? Because the world that creates us is not of this kind of love. The world that has molded a person into, name the sin. Just name it. I don't care what it is. Prostitution, homosexuality, drug addicts, alcoholism. I, I, don't, I don't care. It's all sin. And it's molded by the world. It's what the world created. This is not what God created. He never built us. In Jeremiah 1, 7, I don't think I put that in there, but he said, I knew you before you were born. In the womb, he knew that baby. And you ever notice that babies come out and they have this natural instinct to like or dislike certain people? They're attracted to because they knew God. They knew what God's love was. And then they come into this world. And I didn't get born into the perfect world. I got molded to be hard, untrusting, uncaring, hard, thick. Thank you, Lord, that I am hard clay being softened by you daily, being changed and renewed. You know, and he renews my mind. You guys can relate to that. And you know, you know what I find, quite honestly? That when I'm going through this process of learning the different styles of love, I have to call upon the name of Jesus. I want, I want to do this. Just try and experiment with me because I have a little story to go with this. Say the name of Jesus with me. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Now, now, does that just sort of make you feel good just saying the name of Jesus? That's because we are turning on that light switch of love that says Jesus is light, he is love, and when we call upon his name, guess what happens? The enemy must flee. It is written. And I was, I was, having, I was having coffee with a friend of mine, and we had an appointment at 10 o'clock, and let me tell you who Rich is. Rich is really kind of like, I like, oh, if I, you tell me 10 o'clock, I'm expecting you at 9.59. And if you're late, I'm kind of uptight. That's the old Rich, okay? Because God has given me grace and mercy new because he loves me. So my buddy, he calls me, he says, hey, I'm going to be late, whatever. I'm like, hey, that's cool, man. I'll, I'll just wait for you. It's okay. Now, I never know what God's going to do in these times, but I know that God has got a purpose for each and every one of us. And if we stay in his will and be patient, he will lead us and guide us. 
So my buddy comes in, 10.36, and it's okay. And we have coffee, and we're talking. And about a half an hour after getting there, this lady walks in. And all of a sudden, she sits down in one of the little chairs over there and sitting there. And she has a coffee, which is kind of weird, because you're in a coffee shop. You need to drink coffee in a coffee shop, right? We don't go there for hot chocolate. We go for coffee. Coffee's made by God, and God is good. So anyway, <laughs> she sits down, and my buddy Glenn and I were talking. And we happen to be in Matthew uh, 33 and 34, you know, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added unto you. And I'm bold about when I'm talking. I'm not shy. My God, I want to celebrate him like we're on a Steelers game, man. Praise God! Right? So I'm bold with my faith. And then I'm saying, you know, and then it goes on in 34, and he says that, that don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow, today has enough care of its own, right? And she's hearing all this. And my buddy, he, who owns a coffee shop, he comes around the corner. He says, hey, did you meet my friend Rich? And she says, no. He says, would you like to? Now I'm hearing all this. And she says, yes. So I walk over. Hey, my name's Rich. Hey, my name's Pam. Hey, cool. Hey, uh, are you a priest? No. <laughs> but, praise God. Are you a pastor? Well, yeah, I pastor men. But, yeah. And then she asks if she can sit with us. So she sits down. And she starts unpacking what the world has done to her. She unpacks what the religion. I really hate religion. I really despise the teaching of man, but I love the teaching of God. And as she unpacked, all I could tell her is God loves you. God cares about you. Well, I'm just a sinner. No, you're not. Do you know Jesus? Have you been born again? Have you asked Jesus into your heart? Well, I have. Perfect. You are a child of God, able to claim all his benefits. And I said to her, I said, be silent for a moment. Say this. Jesus. Jesus. And as she said that, you could see the weight being lifted. Jesus. And I explained just like I did with you guys is that the enemy had to flee. He has no choice. The enemy has to go because it is written. And the enemy fleed. And as she's unpacking all this trash and junk, and I'm like, glory to God, I'm glad I'm here. And I'm glad that... God held me there. I'm glad my buddy was late. I'm glad that I'm able to be here just to share God's love and tell her how precious she is in his sight. I don't know if I'm going to get to this message or not. Can I come back again? Glory. But I got to unpack that, and I got to share with her. And as she's unpacking it, and she really liked to talk a lot, and she had a lot of hurt and a lot of stuff, and that's okay. I was there to listen. And I stopped her midstream, and I said, do that again. Say, Jesus. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. And as she's doing that, and I stopped her. I said, now, tell me, what did you feel in here? And she quoted scripture. She quoted verse. She, she knew the word of God because it was alive in her, but the world had stifled it. Lack of love kicked it out of her. Lack of God's agape love. Hey, I like you when and if you're perfect. I like you when and if. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because I, I was brought up with that kind of love. I don't know about you guys, but it was not good. So, I like 1 Corinthians 13. It is the love chapter. And we're going we're gonna to skip right over into Matthew 4 through 5, 43 and 5. It says, you have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. Love your neighbor. You know, in order to love your neighbor, you've got to love yourself first. 
You know, if you don't love yourself, you're going to have a real hard time with that neighbor who's got a potty mouth or your neighbor who's just kicked your dog or run through your grass or whatever it is. It don't matter. You're going to have a hard time loving your neighbor if you don't love yourself. Because you're going to be mad about the world because the world's just kicked the snot at you and you just don't know that God loves you. And God loves you so much. He sent his son Jesus Christ to die for each and every one of us. So how do you love your neighbor? It starts right here. It starts right in your own heart. It starts with you. And you know what's cool about that? Standing right next to me is Jesus. He partnered up with me when I said yes to him. He said, I will come in with him, and I will have supper with him, and I will be in him. I am never alone. You know, I'm a zero without Jesus. But with Jesus, I'm a 10, man, because he's number one. And I'm a 10, right? So, man, you're just looking at 10 up here. Praise God. And you're a 10. Hey, you're a 10. And you know what? Man, if we put, let's, say, let's put two zeros next to a one, what happens? We've got 100. Let's do that three times. What happens? Mr. Math? Man, praise God. Praise God. God is good. He's number one. Without him, I'm nothing, but with him, I'm everything. And as we multiply his love and we go out and share it, we get to pour that back into other people, what he first did for us. Verse 44 says, But I say unto you, love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you. And pray for those who spiritually, no, who spitefully use you and persecute you. Ah, welcome to the world. Welcome to the world. Blessed are those who persecute for my name's sake. Right? And the Beatitudes are good. But that's, that's, you know, love your enemies. Bless those. We talk about this in Men and Men. I'll share this. You know, we, we talk about our words and how much they matter. You know that guy who just cut me off on the motorcycle ride and I wanted to throw a rock at him? Well, we got these little rocks with Jesus written on them, so I can't throw it because I got to throw Jesus, right? Because it says, if you call anybody empty head, and that's the word they use. They said, if you call anybody, uh, yeah, I can't remember that word. Anyway, it's written, and the translation was empty head. So you curse somebody who's just cut you off. You curse one of God's kids. You're supposed to say, God bless that man. Father, whatever's going on in their life, I just pray for them. I pray their, their, their mama's okay. I pray that everything's going on good in their life and they're not having any issues. Because it's really easy to go to the other side of the fence and pour gas. And I want to pour water. I want to pour God's love on. I want it to come out. Because I'm training myself constantly. We're constantly training ourselves for that. And so now in 45, that you may be sons of your Father in heaven, for he makes his son to rise on the evil and on good and sends rain on the just and the unjust. So let's convert that to he creates all things for his glory, good and bad. He uses all things for his glory, good and bad. I want to be on the glory side. I want to be the head, not the tail, above and not beneath, because I am a child of God, and you are a child of God. And if you're not a child of God, come see me afterwards, because we're going to talk, because God loves you. God loves you so much. So we're learning how to... Hold our tongue, speak life, share love. Not what the world's done to us, not what the world's taught us. Forget all that because I know way too many people who are dying because they don't know the love that God has. Loving God is the most important command. Mark 
12, 29, and 31, Jesus said, the most important command is this. Listen, O Israel. Man, what passion he says that. Listen, O Israel, listen. The Lord your God is the one and only Lord. He's number one. He's the one. He's the only. How many times do we seek ourselves for the answers? You know, and if I seek myself for the answers, I'm going to seek myself by the way the world may have trained me. If I'm going to seek out after, oh, I can do it this way. No. I go to my father and say, you are the one, Lord. You said you'll lead me, you'll guide me. And then you'll teach me how to love. And in verse 30, he says, and you must love the Lord, your God, with all your heart. He didn't say some. He said all. But it's easier to do some, you know, because then I can like certain people and dislike certain people. Oh, I like you because you fit into this mold. It's my perfect little molded picture looks like this. And I like people in this mold. But, you know, this guy over here, he doesn't fit in my mold. So I'm not real excited about that. It's wrong. It's straight up wrong. He want, you know that guy who's sitting on the corner? Maybe he just peed his pants because he has black batter problem. And he's sitting on the street and he's collecting money. And you're just like, not my mold. I don't like that. But God loves him. God loves him as much as he loved me right into life, right into health. So we have a responsibility to love unconditionally with all our heart, all our mind. And all our strength. And some days it takes strength. And we have to pray it through because, Lord, I'm challenged in areas. And I know it. And I'm a work in progress. Every day it's a work in progress. And I love that his mercy and grace is new every single day. So yesterday when I missed it, today is a new day. And my sins are forgiven. And I'm walking in the righteousness of Christ Jesus, not in the righteousness of rich, but in the righteousness of Jesus Christ who is right next to me, who is my Lord and your Lord. 31 says the second is equally unto it. Love your neighbor as yourself. No other command is greater than these. We talked about that in the beginning. How do you love your neighbor if you don't love yourself? I'm going to tell you something. If you don't love yourself, you need to get alone with God because he loves you so much. There is so much love in God. And I, I love calling the name of Jesus. I love Jesus. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I love that I get to go to Germany and share this message. I love that he has called me to do this. And I'm going to tell you, this is a stretch for me. Because I went with Robin Roberts. If you don't know who Robin Roberts is, but Roberts is, Robin Roberts to me is, he's like, man, he's, he's good. You know, God has anointed him and he's full of God's love and passion. And, and now I get to go do something that is different. Though I've been there and I've done that. But I get to go love my neighbors. Christians must love each other from John 13, 34, 35. And you'll notice I got a lot of scripture here because it's the only thing I know is truth. Do you know everything I know that I was taught by the world is a lie? Jesus said, all this you see will fade away, but my word will remain. His word will remain. So anything I say, I want to balance it off the word of God. Because if it isn't by the, his word, it's gone. This building will be gone, but his word will remain. Thank you, Lord. So... A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this, they will know, they will know that you are my disciples 
if you love one another. And I, I key on that because, you know, it's it's easy to walk at Lister Bum here and, and walk past him and not love him. And not maybe give him the extra quarter that's in your pocket, that's in your pocket or, or just say, you know, God loves you. Do you know how many people haven't heard that? I love you. Do you know how many people walk in this world and haven't heard I love you? Oh, what do you need? You, are, you, are you, you know, I remember evangelizing once, and they thought I was paid to do this. I'm like, no, I came because I love you. Well, you don't even know me, but God does. You're created in his image. He loves you. What a great message. That just makes you smile, man. God loves you. He always loves you, even when you're goofy, even when you get over here or Maybe not over there, and I pray you never get there, you know, but it happens to people. I don't know why, but bad decisions. But um, God don't make bad people. He just makes people have bad decisions. Ah, praise God. So God will work through us with this love thing. And as he grows us up, tears down what man has built, and we tear it down. And believe me, I, I'm a work in progress. I'm constantly in progress, and I'm not perfect. And every day is new, and every day he has to show me in his word, open the Bible, and say, thank you, Lord. That was good. Thank you, Lord. And it, love must be genuine. Romans twelve nine. I, re, I was reading in, in Romans, and this just hit me like a ton of bricks. Romans twelve nine says, don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. Love them without hypocrisy is New King James. I like the way New Living said it. Don't just pretend. Really love them. What does that mean to really love somebody? Hey, Mr. Guy sitting on the corner, I love you, man. Can I buy you a drink? I bought a guy, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to share this. I bought a guy a pack of cigarettes one day. And I don't smoke and I don't think it's a good thing and I wouldn't recommend it. But you know what he's doing? You know, he's one of those guys, bag chair or whatever. And he was rolling cigarette butts out of an ashtray outside of one of the stores. And it was appalling. Whatever. He wasn't going to listen to me. He wasn't going to talk to me. Hey, God loves you, man. It's okay. Can I, can I buy you a pack of cigarettes? You know, God loves you, man. He, you know, I was just sharing God's love. And he didn't want to hear it. He didn't want to talk to me. And it's okay. But I offered that to him. And I go and do my shop, and I come back out, and he's still there. And he says, were you serious about that pack of cigarettes? Thank you, Lord. Open door. Thank you, Lord. I can talk to him. I don't recommend you do this, but if it opens a door, do it. I really don't care. Because I'm not going to change him by my words, but God will change him from the inside out. His love will change him. Not this mouth. His mouth. His, His love will do it. So I did that. Absolutely, I'll do that. I got to know him. His name's Steve. He grew up in my neighborhood. I'm like, you grew up in my neighborhood? How did, you know, my mind's reeling. How did he end up like this? How did he get there? Probably because nobody ever told him how much, how precious he was, how much God loved him. He didn't have a daddy, maybe, that said, I love you. I'm proud of you. Good job. Well done. Dads, I'm speaking to you right now. You better be telling your kids how much you love them and how proud you are of each and every one of them. Because it matters. Because they'll find somebody to tell them that. And if they hear it from the wrong person, guess what? It's not good. Ah, don't just pretend. 
Love without hypocrisy. Hate what is wrong. Jude, I love Jude. You know, it says to love the person and hate the sin. I don't care what color sin is in. I really could care less. I am praising God that we got the best hospital here. And we got a room full of saints to minister to the sick. we got people who know the word of God, but are able to pour it out with lightly seasoned with salt. Who are able to minister life to other people. Because I know Pastor Jason can't do it all. I know that, you know, he's, he's, he's got a full plate with eight kids at home right now. Got a full plate there, bro. But that's ministry, man. That's, you know, and, and we all have a sphere of influence. We all can carry God's love. And we have to do it lightly seasoned. And even though, you know, I started off in 1 Corinthians with a clanging gong. But if I don't have love, I have nothing. Because I can know all this stuff about God. I can know how much God loves me. And I can be empty of love and devoid of love. And I can then spew. Ah, God said, you heathen. Whoa. Who am I to judge? Matthew 7, 1. Judge not least you judge. For what you judge, you do shall be judged. Thank you, Daddy. No judgment here. Love without hypocrisy. Don't be a banging gong. I don't care how much you know. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. That man that I bought the cigarettes for, he knew I cared about him. I was able to pray for him when we were done. You know, and that's, that's in the end of the day. I don't know. You know, maybe I planted a seed and somebody else came along and watered. It really doesn't matter. I did what I was supposed to do, and we have to do that with all the people around us as we go. It says in Matthew 20, as we go, create disciples. Go into all the world as way it's written. But this world is a big world, and that doesn't mean that I always have to go to Germany, but I can go to the store and buy a pack of cigarettes for a guy who's rolling butts and is going to do it anyway. Or I can go to the cashier and smile here and say, man, God loves you. Thank you. Thank you. God's love is more powerful than anything we have ever experienced in our life. And I know you guys have accepted Jesus into your hearts. You know that to be true. Because you started off hard, lumpy clay, and God has molded you and is molding you daily into who he needs you to be. So that as you go, you will share his love. And as you go, you will be a love for him. And he will use that. We are created for his glory. And I'm going to wrap up with very last, very last scripture, which is going to be, you know, uh, 1 Corinthians 13, 4, 8. Because if I go through the rest of these, we'll be here for another hour. I didn't think I could actually talk this long. but Which is funny because I have coffee with guys for two hours and I'm going, Lord, where did all those words come from? i got to get the Amplified Bible. <laughs> Love suffers long and is kind. Kind. It doesn't boast. It doesn't envy. It doesn't parade itself. It's not all puffed up. Next one. Number five. Love does not behave ridly. It does not seek its own. It is not provoked. And it thinks no evil. So I talk about that man, you know, sitting on the corner. What would we think? Oh, you this. Oh, you that. Stop it. Stop it. That's God's kid sitting there. You don't know where he's at. Let's go to number six. Ah, praise God. It does not seek its own. Love is not easily provoked. Which means I have to have patience, kindness, grace, and mercy. 
And when somebody tells me, you know, I use electronic Bible all the time. I love my little electronic phone Bible. I use that a lot because I can jump around. I like rabbit trails in the Bible. God takes me here and takes me there. And I'm like, oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. I can't do chapter verse, guy. Because God's word is a living word. He feeds me as he sees fit. He feeds each and every one of you as he sees fit. If you'll open the word and if you will read it. But the key is you have to do something. So I get on these rabbit trails. And a friend of mine says, oh, that's not a Bible. This is the Bible. Yeah, I agree. This is the Bible. It's good. It's paper. I said, but does that mean that I got to throw that out? Because, you know, the Bible is really written on scrolls. Right? Do I got to hold my little wagon around with all my scrolls? Wait a minute. I got to get the scroll reader out here. Can you help me with this? This is heavy. Right? I love that guy. Praise God. Ah, Love does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in truth. Love bears all things. Love believes all things. Believe and receive, he said. Love hopes all things. Love endures all things. And love never fails. God loves you so much. He sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die for you. That you can have life and life to the fullest. The enemy has come to steal, kill, and destroy. And if you let him in, he will steal, he will kill, and he'll destroy. And you have every right to cast him out. You have every right to say, no, devil, I am a child of the Most High God. I am a kid of a king, and you have no authority in my life. You have every right, because he loves you. And he sent his son, so we can do this. I must admit, if I was in the Old Testament, I don't know if I would have survived. But through Jesus Christ, I live, and live life to the fullest. Pastor Jason, will you close this up for me, bro? Thank you. Thanks for hearing me out. Second. As, as Rich was sharing, uh, Mark 16, starting in verse 15, I believe this is for us, this is for you specifically, and on this trip specifically, and this is for every one of us as we leave this place this evening, inspired to share God's love with others. It says this, Go into all the world... That's Erie, that's Germany. That's right. All the world and preach the gospel yes. to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. He who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. And just stretch your hand out to Rich here and even to Erica. Heavenly Father, I think that there will be signs that will follow them as they go to Germany even before they go to Germany, as they go about Erie, Pennsylvania, Father, signs will follow each and every one of us that are here this evening. In my name, we will, they will cast out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will take up serpents. If they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they yes. will yes. recover. Thank you. So, Heavenly Father, we thank you, Heavenly Father, that you have given us dunamis power, Father, through your Holy Spirit, to lay hands on the sick to see them recover, to preach the gospel message and to see lives radically changed. And we just pray that we will go forth from this place inspired to do that everywhere we go, whether it's Germany, Erie, Fairview, Meadville, no matter where we shall go tomorrow, Father, inspire us to love as you have loved with that agape love that can only come from you. We thank you for it. We thank you for this evening. And we thank you for this message that Rich gave us tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You guys are dismissed. And we will see you on Sunday. Thank you for being a part of today's Faith Communications broadcast of Erie Christian Fellowship Church. 
If you do not currently have a church home, you are invited to join us on Sunday mornings at 10 o'clock. Erie Christian Fellowship is located at 5900 Saratania Road, directly across from the Walnut Creek Middle School. You'll find us on the web at www.ecfchurch.org, where you may sign up to receive our monthly faith communications newsletter. Again, thanks for joining us today, and always remember 2 Corinthians 5-7 that declares, For we walk by faith, not by sight.